This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, Christina. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. Get ready to laugh. The podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That little curly-haired lady over there is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. And that is Sarah Alvin, a.k.a. Prankster Monk, and my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. And for today's episode, we actually have special guests. Um, this is our one of our Halloween-themed spooky season episodes. So we have the co-hosts of the Scary Movie Project, who we know and love, Tara and Matt. Greetings. Hi, everybody. What up? <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm so nervous about trivia, but I'm excited, excited to be here. <laughs> are you like Jesse Spano? And are you so excited? I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. No, 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 no. <laughs> um well i I have trivia by the way though i have facts well i guess history of like the early early scariest movies like the scary early scary movies from like the 1800s okay (laughs) nice way back and it was really interesting Wait, did you find out about the Grand Guignol? Mm, I don't oh yeah, right? know. It might be. It I was just don't horror know how to pronounce it. Theater. It was horror theater <laughs> in late that. 1800s. Oh, no, no, no. I did movies. I did okay, actual okay. movie, Like the very first scary movies and the different genre, like the first in their Ooh, genres too. Nice. Okay. Nice. That's very cool. So when you're like nervous, palm sweaty with the trivia, we'll bring you back to reality with the history. <sighs> Okay. Okay. I know. Okay. You want to know what I, I brought? Yeah, you brought, you brought trivia. What, what you brung? What you brung? I brought movies based on true crime. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Wait, that's, that's beside <laughs> trivia. <laughs> no, that's trivia. That's the trivia. <gasps> Uh-oh. I'm going to read you the crime. You're going to guess the movie. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Except okay. for my first. Christina, I'm going to give you the opportunity to either choose to or not to. I mean, I'll play. I'm not going to get anything, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Christina, you and I can just like support Matt and be like, go, Matt. Do we? (laughs) And then he'll say it and I'll be like, oh, right, that movie. Are there any cash prizes, tote bags, <laughs> any sort that I win if, if, if anyone wins anything here? What is how does it? We can send you a sticker. <laughs> a sticker, okay. A sticker. Right. I'll take it. <clears throat> um, that's amazing. Uh, so I have this theory okay. that our podcast has a similar dynamic to the Scary Movie Project. So I think on Laughing with Gingers, people root against me with trivia and games, like they root against Matt. Because they want Tara and Christina to win. Because <laughs> we never wants, do. Because Matt and I have the good memory. <laughs> everybody wants the underdog to win. Isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, are we, should we be offended? Or like, I, I can't decide. That was I'm the like, best analogy I could so come up with. It's so true, though, that I can't like, totally be offended. <laughs> the best I could come up with. I did wear a special funny horror short for you, shirt for you guys, though, today. If you can see it. It's it's the two dogs from Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. And it says it says I open doors to other dimensions for for evil demigods. I help. I love it. <laughs> so we're the I help dog, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the I help dog. <laughs> and Matt and I open doors to hell for evil demigods. There we go. <laughs> and this is my um shining zip up sweatshirt that i love oh, red rum. Oh, red rum. Red rum. i, <laughs> I love heard it. about that on your shining episode yes where yeah. i imitated the boy a lot <laughs> red rum red rum that's pretty good <laughs> i have actually seen that movie i don't see a lot of scary movies but that's one i did see yeah but the shining is a movie that people um it's a classic that even that don't like scary movies have have, have seen yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's true yes. okay yeah 
True, true. And I didn't see it until adulthood, actually. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I and I was. I Do you think like I was married to Philippe. If not, we were engaged, which means it's within the last ten years. And did you like it? I did. did like I liked it? the book better. Okay. I and okay. I read the book first, and so oh, that unfortunately we were he, just talking about last <laughs> week on our episode. I was saying because I've read so much of his stuff, but most I try to read the books and the movies. But I'm wondering how my life would have changed if I had read The Shining first. And then, then seeing the movie because I was mm-hmm. I saw the movie when I was like ten or eleven years old, and then I read the book later. I, I'm yeah. curious to see how yeah. my life. Would have... I did too. I Who read the book after. Mm-hmm. It would have Where changed would your have life. It would, would have changed have your life. You would have been the annoying person that I was, who was like, "Wait, but what about the wasps? They, that was such an important." <laughs> the, the hedge mazes, and you know, yeah, you're right. I don't know what y'all are saying. <laughs> anyway, yes. There was no hedge maze in the book. There were the animals and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stuff that got left out. So I can so I can see like your end of it where you're like on the Stephen King area where, you know, he was thrilled that like Kubrick was gonna make this movie, but it just didn't do what he wanted it to do. So but I good. still loved the movie. I love it. it. Just it's the amazing. book is like you gotta one look of my at favorites. It, you you gotta yeah. look at the novel by itself and the movie is a film by itself. You gotta look at it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like True crime versus horror movies. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here she comes. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. So we're going to start off with one that's a little bit. <laughs> All right. So. so Oops, sorry. Uh, excuse I, me. I have, a, I have a question. So yeah. if we know the answer, do we just like scream this out? How does this work? Are you going uh, through us like individually? How does how, how Yeah, do everyone this? gets gets their opportunity to say what they think it is. But you can just call it out unless it gets really chaotic, in the, in which case I will have to put something else into place. Okay. <laughs> we'll try to behave ourselves. All right. So my first question is a little bit different from the rest, because the rest are actually me reading the um the like true crime thing. Okay. And then asking you what the movie is. But the first one is kind of a layup because it just – there are so many that are based on this specific person. Oh, no. There are seven specifically that are fully based on this person. I already Whoa. know the answer. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Matt already knows the question. What are the seven movies that are based on Ed Gein's life and crimes? I knew it was Ed Gein. So can I can I answer or should I, should yeah, I let answer. Uh, you guys no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh boy, seven of them. Okay, all right. Silence of the Lambs. I Texas know that Chain- was one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Um, okay. okay. Let's see. So much. God. So much. What is he known TV. for? Is he like Ed Gein was a necrophiliac who dug up graves and Ugh. dressed up as women, and he um, kept his. Well, I'm t- I'll totally give one away if I tell you. He's what- a great story, and I and I, and I love his. I, I love the story of him. It's it's a very scary, spooky. Eerie Sounds story. so creepy. I knew Silence of the Lambs, right. and that's Chainsaw. all I know. Oh no, um, Tara! You know one. One of them you covered, and I want you to think about the first corpse that he kept, ugh. and who it was. To him, oh, uh, Psycho is, is, is oh Psycho. Oh, okay, I was trying okay. to feed you, Tara. I thought you'd get it. <laughs> no, I was just getting it as Matt said it. I swear to God. Well, all right, so they, they've made movies about him, but those don't count, do they? Uh, not like documentary style. Okay, These are all I mean. like fictionalized accounts. Right. I had no idea there were seven. Yeah, I'm isn't blank. that crazy? Um, okay, so we've got three. Um, is, <gasps> is there a movie called Deranged? Is that based yes. on him? Okay, okay deranged. deranged. Oh my With gosh! What's face from from Home Alone? That's four. Here we go. Throwing up the support. Go, Matt. <laughs> Re- yeah, no. Re- recent or like recent? Okay, or one is from '93. And... Pick a lifeline here. Is that how? Like... So one's yeah. from '93, and it's um, it's a dark comedy. One is from 2014, and has a really surprising co-director. And one is from 72, Ooh, right before Deranged. Okay. What? Okay. Um, I don't know any of these. All right. 1993 is a comedy, you said? Yes. It's not So I Married an Axe Murder, is it? 
No, but that is a, actually not okay. a far guess. I can tell you who the, who the main actor is in give there. Me, yeah, give me that. And I'll, okay. I'll, I'll Steve Buscemi. In 93. I do like So I Married oh, an Axe Murderer. Right, right. <laughs> That's a good um, movie. It's a very similar movie. And I did not know this. I, I just completely movies. forgot this movie existed. Yeah, I'm, Guys, I'm, this I'm is doing not the same. fair. I didn't start <laughs> watching horror movies until the 2000s. <laughs> All right, 72. <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the 72 movie, though? I'm mean, 19 years old. I don't know these things. <laughs> All right, 72. It, it, it can't be Last House on the Left. No, because that's... Nope. All right. Um, no. You want to, the description? Give me that, yeah. Yeah. All right. Because the title basically gives a lot away. Yeah. Um, this is the Steve Buscemi one? No, no this, this is 72. Is, 72. 72, okay. Directed by horror filmmaker William Girdler, this movie tells the story of four young ladies whose car breaks down in a small town. A local farm boy helps them out and ultimately lures them to his family's home where his killer father, Frank, waits to eat them. Like Like Gein, Frank has an obsession with his dead mother, along with hanging victims from meat hooks. It's not the original The Hills Have Eyes, is it? Nope. No, okay. I just Um, gave the title away. (laughs) So you don't know it then? No, No. I don't. No, I don't. It's three on a meat hook. Oh, never heard of that. Maybe maybe I've heard of it. You know what? I'm sorry, that this isn't your fault. That is a reach for a book. Based on that. That, that's a reach. Ooh, that's I just a reach. Kicked my computer. Um, all right, not 90, 93 horror comedy about eating people. Uh, God. All right, this Steve 1993 Buscemi. dark comedy Steve stars Steve Buscemi as Ed Chilton, whose hardware store owner mother dies, leaving him to inherit the business. A salesman offers to resurrect Ed's mother. Clearly, his name is Ed, um, from the dead, to which Ed agrees. However, once she returns, Ed's mother isn't the same and, like a proper zombie, seeks out human flesh to eat. They kind of flip the script. I I have never even heard of this movie. (laughs) Never. We might have to watch it because I haven't either. I have no idea what this is. We might have to do a watch party. Not a clue. Ed and his dead mother. What? With Mm -hmm. Steve Buscemi? Wow. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's. I love Steve Buscemi. Yes. So let's try. Okay, 2014. Okay. What We're is, what have is the to recent? Like a watch party for that one. What is the recent one then? We, okay, so this one was co-directed by James Franco. Okay. Okay. It was an adaptation of Cormac McCarthy's 1973 book by the same name. I love Cormac Although, McCarthy, but what'd you say? I said Cormac McCarthy stuff is awesome. So you probably you might know this. Although no. McCart- McCarthy's book was inspired by a real life murderer in Tennessee, the characters shared many similarities as or to Gein. In the film, the main character is a loner who lives in the middle of nowhere and whose necrophilia comes to life and grows after stumbling upon dead corpses in a car. Okay, Cormac McCarthy wrote The Road. I love The Road. It's a great movie. Yes, it's a great book. But this um, is not I it. But I don't know. But I don't know this this title now. Um, it is Child of God. Child of God. Okay. Right. I had never heard of this movie either. And yeah. I can't no. picture J- uh, James Franco co-directing this. Like that kind of blows my mind. Too. Well, no. So the the yeah. one thing that I'll say was the three that I didn't get, I've never even heard of. So I wasn't. <laughs> I hadn't forgotten them. I had never even heard of them. Well, I was right. I thought you would get four, at least four of them. Yeah. All right. There you go. Four is better than none. You thought I would get three though. I got kind of two. And that's it. And Christina's like, why did I bother playing this? Why why did I come to this this episode? Because <laughs> you have awesome facts for us. I do. I do. I, I rambled I, I rambled way too long on that too, so move on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That is that's one question. One point for Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think Sarah gets like womp. a point or something too. <laughs> I can get um, I can get high fives. <laughs> okay. 
and also read read more about Ed Gein, by the way. He's very fascinating. You'll Ooh, um, creepy. I, I have the whole story of him, uh, the yeah. very brief story he's, of uh, him and how those movies relate if we want to. He's quite a guy. He's quite a guy. Yeah. Well, you, you could also throw in House of a Thousand Corpses roughly there, but we're not going to go there. So that's. I, I actually agree, ah. but I've never seen, I've only seen parts of that movie. So I couldn't like die on the mountain over it and I Good couldn't movie. find it referenced anywhere. Good movie. Anyway, but they referenced, there's parts in it that reminded me of that. So anyway, um, <laughs> continue, please. Um, Christina, do you want me to tell you about Ed Gein or do you want, do you want to drop some history on us? Um, well, do you have another like trivia? I do. Now I, now from there, I jump into, um, what the movie was based on. Okay. 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 Let's do another trivia. Okay. So this movie is a notorious slasher flick. The self-aware film from the 90s is actually based on a serial killer. The Gainesville Ripper, Danny Rowling, murdered a number of people, mostly students, in Gainesville, Florida. This mixed with Kevin Williamson's love for horror movies created one of the biggest slashers in the genre. Um, Along with the murderer in the movie, whose name I will not say because it'll totally give it away, um, being loosely based on the Gainesville Ripper, the film and its sequel um, have induced a number of copycat crimes in the following years. Okay, say so what year was I'm gonna, it? I'm going to remain quiet. Unless you, unless you guys <laughs> it, go. In the 90s. Oh, you're not telling us which year in the 90s? I actually don't know. Uh, okay. I'm going to say I was in eighth grade. Tara, I think you're four years older than me. And if you know me and you know my weird stories. Can I ask a question about this? Can I ask sure. a question? Was the, um, there might be sequels to this film. And I believe this first film was released in 1996. Am I correct? That is probably accurate. Okay. All right. I'm I'm looking and knowing, for the exact and knowing date. the killer's name would no, give if, away the movie. If I'm if I'm thinking the right one here, yes. If you said that, it would ruin everything. If I'm <laughs> guessing the right movie. So okay, I'm gonna go with my guess, and I'm probably wrong, but because I think it came out later than that. But I'm gonna guess Scream. Ding 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 ding. Okay. Good job. Okay, that's what I was gonna guess. Yep. yep. Okay, once, that's what I was going to guess to begin said, with. Once you said self-aware horror movie, and then you mentioned Gainesville, I was uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I didn't know it was based on a Gainesville killer, but when you said self-aware and stuff, and I was starting to think, and I was like, slasher, self-aware. That Kevin Williamson sounds and, like yeah. Kevin Williamson sounds <laughs> like Scream, but I was like, when you said I, if I said the name of the killer, that's when I was like, wait, maybe it's not. Hold on, let me think. Ghostface. 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 Yeah. But and you don't yeah, remember but if you it, but once you say it, you know. Because at first I was thinking of, well, the guy's name is just a name when you find out who it really was, but Ghostface is it's very Ghostface. recognizable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. From Scream and Wu Tang Clan. Yay, I got one. <laughs> All right. Do you want another one and then we'll go into uh... more. <laughs> more, more, more. more. Okay. Um, This is the story of an inspector searching for a notorious serial killer. Oh. Tara, I think we talked about this. I think I know what this is. Yep. (laughs) You want to guess? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I think we both know it. (laughs) The real case has a lot of mystery surrounding it. Yep. No one even knows if there was only one killer or who it could have been. Guess it yep. right, Tara, some, and I'm going to show you something, but go ahead. <laughs> some think it could have been someone in the police force or had a friend within um, who was able to cover it up so easily. This movie is not historically accurate, but no, it's, it's as not. good a theory as people could speculate. From hell! <laughs> and the... The graphic novel, which Matt is showing right now, is so much better than the movie. I love Jack the Ripper. The movie really? is like, the movie's one of my like favorite. I, the movie's cool. Yes, we've talked about it the other night, but yeah, this this is where it's at. Uh, <laughs> the graphic novel is so good, you guys. Yeah. Is yeah. it like it's true? So, 
No, no oh, well, not at it's all. like based on the theory of one of the people it could have been. Well, but yeah, it's, oh. very, it's very dark and it's very like it's great. It's very like kind of they're like trying. Well, I I don't want to tell you what it is exactly that because it's don't it gives it. away the movie the, the novel <laughs> graphic novel. It's really good. Read it, read it. But it's really dark and it's a little. It's definitely not totally based in in real life. Like. Okay. It's really good. I like it. Yeah, it's it. really good. It's really so, good. We like it. That's all you need to know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what more yeah. do you need? Noted. Noted. <laughs> all right. Christina, you want to lay some facts on us? Yeah. Okay. So I looked up this history of horror films, and I found the first seven horror films in actually recorded history. So these are like movies. Um. All right, number one. This is from 1896. And wow. This, yeah, it was directed by was some around. dude named Malise, Malaise. I don't know, maybe he's French. It's called, he actually directed a whole bunch and, and led the way with different genres. So this one's called House of the Devil, and it's considered mm-hmm. the first horror film ever made and was deemed lost until a copy turned up at the New Zealand Film Archive in 1988. Yeah. Its title has also been translated to Manor, Ma- Manor of the Devil, The Haunted Castle, The Devil's Manor, and The Devil's Castle. So this series of sketches begins with a bat transforming into, um, oh God, this word, Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. Thank you. I see Tara and Matt both nodding like they clearly know. Yes. He's an agent of the devil. With the help of his assistant, he conjures demonic entities from a cauldron, which then go on to prank two men who enter the castle. In the end, one of the men uses a crucifix to um, like defeat him. So some historians believe that the guy who played him was actually a real life musician who later played in a movie called a trip to the moon. Others Mm -hmm. believe that the director himself played the role. So they're not really sure. They can't really tell because there wasn't any record of like who was actually who starred in it. Right. Um, And then number two from 19 or 1896. Hold on. Wait. Yeah. Question. Yeah. 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 Tara and Matt, have you seen this movie? I have not seen it, but I'm aware of it. Oh, really? I it, Interesting. I definitely not. Definitely haven't seen it. I definitely have not seen yeah. this now. Okay, because um, you were nodding, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm, I want to know." Yeah, no, I'm just aware of it, mm. and also Mephistopheles. Like, of course, who doesn't know Mephistopheles, right? Yeah, <laughs> Christina and I don't. Come on, I, I can't even pronounce it. Although I can't pronounce anything, so that's not a weird thing, but. That's not a telltale sign of anything. <laughs> I mean, okay. I watched Supernatural for like 13 years, so. <laughs> no, I don't I don't even know if Mephistopheles is in it, I forget, but <laughs> but it has all the angelic and 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 satanic things and all the different characters. It was the only thing I could think of. I don't actually know if Mephistopheles, <laughs> Mephistopheles is in it. Or not. I was like, take the attention back off of me. Maybe. I take it back. I take it back. All right. Well, let's head to A Terrible Night from 1896. Ooh. So this is a horror comedy by the same okay. um, director, Melise. So a man tries to get a good night's sleep at an end, but ends up wrestling a giant spider in an over-the-top comedic matter. The man, seeing a giant spider climbing the wall, picks up a broom, swats it down, and stomps on it. Then he dumps the dead spider in his chamber pot. This is, this is how old this movie is. Yeah. And goes oh. back to bed, but finds that he's unable to fall asleep. So they actually know the director played this dude, the guy. And the spider was a pasteboard prop controlled by a wire rather than a product of the special effects that apparently this director was known for. And at the time, the premise of a person in a hotel bed trying to unsuccessfully fall asleep was popular among a a variety of, of shows. So this film may have marked the first time the scenario was depicted on screen because they at first only had it on stage as a plot scenario. Hmm. Yeah. 
Very cool. I'm All not right. liking the spider aspect there. No, it sounds terrible. Not a fan. <laughs> sounds not a although, fan. In my I mind, know. I pictured like do 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 while they were fighting. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see that. Super fast frame. That rate makes it a little better. Right. <laughs> yeah, like Charlie Chapman style. <laughs> yeah, totally. That makes it way better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, now we're heading into a dream sequence. Ooh. So a nightmare. It's called a nightmare in 1896. Directed again was, by this was dude. Every, was every movie yeah, made that year by I don't that know, guy? You're just wow. like knocking them out, man. Like boom, boom, boom. I'm so going to make all is, these movies. Yeah. I know. he's He was busy in 1896. Um, so this could be considered the first dream sequence in film history and the first use of psychological horror. So back when it was released, it was advertised as a scene fantastic, referring to the French term for fantastique, I guess I should say. Fantastique. Yeah, in like French way. Cinema fantastique. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Referring to the French term for a genre that encompasses science fiction, horror, and fantasy. So the film depicts a man in bed on stage trying to fall asleep. A beautiful woman appears at the edge of his bed, but as he eagerly sits up and tries to kiss her, she transforms into a minstrel. I guess that's like a dancing... Minstrel? Oh, a minstrel. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) A minstrel. Like M-I-N-S-T-R-A-L? E-L. A minstrel. Yeah, yeah. No, R-E-L. Yeah, they're like... They play and they sing and yeah, they dance. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, like Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like older. Like, like a bard. On top of the Chrysler building. Just like oh. a jester. Yeah, like a bard or a jester, like in between those. Oh, got it. Okay. Right. So I think that's how I would describe okay, it. Okay, perfect. So the town minstrel, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone has one. <laughs> they did. <laughs> So anyway, this lady transforms into that (laughs) and then starts dancing on his bed and then transforms into a clown. So then the background changes and the man finds himself on a balcony where an enormous moon with a creepy face smiles down ominously and the moon expands in size and bites the man's arm and then laughs as the man flails about in pain. Wow. Then the mo- the woman, the minstrel, and the clown all reappear and dance around the man laughing and jeering at him. The terrified man hides under his blankets, then emerges to find that the scary trio has vanished and the room is back to normal. <laughs> Sounds frightening. Isn't it kind of funny what was scary back then? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very basic. Well, we are, we are so much more sophisticated in our horror ah! um Right now, like you take something basic, but if you execute it, it's scary. Sure, yeah. And I don't mean sophisticated, like oh, they were like babies, but like like we 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 know about more, and so Mm -hmm. we it takes more to scare us now. I think. Oh yeah, that's super true. We've been exposed to way more things. Um, Yeah, Ed Gein. (laughs) Yeah, which actually this Eddie. Yeah, this leads me into the fourth one, and then we'll get back to trivia. But this one's called the X Ray Fiend, and it's from eighteen ninety seven. So uh, x-rays had just been invented at this point. So this photographer turned director, George Albert Smith, um, produced this horror comedy that came out just literally two years after the x-ray machine came out. So an audience full of people unaccustomed to the idea would have found this frightening and actually otherworldly, like the idea that you can see inside of a body. So the film, yeah, exactly. So the film begins with a man and a woman flirting while being observed observed by a professor. The professor turns on the X-ray machine and watches them flirting as skeletons, an effect that was achieved with glowing black bodysuits. After he turns the X-ray off, the pair have an argument and break up. So that to us is like, okay, that's pretty basic, but. To your point, now that we know what we know, that, you know. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That is so crazy. I mean, when you think about it, x-rays are kind of creepy and terrifying. Yeah. They kind of I mean, we all have skeletons inside us. It's weird. It's really weird. So we're all kind of ready for Halloween already. Yeah. Unless you're like a a T-1000, but I think he has an endoskeleton inside of him, right? So I guess you do have a skeleton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has anyone on this uh, podcast episode not had an X-ray? 
No, oh, I don't think I have ever. Maybe I don't X-rays, remember. X rays, MRIs, that at all. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've broken an ankle and uh, both wrists. Okay. I've only broken one arm, like my wrist and my arm and my elbow <laughs> only kind one of arm. all together. <laughs> That's all I've broken, but like I've That's had messed lot. up knees and stuff oh, yeah. and they've x-rayed them and MRI'd them and all that. Mm. I've had all that good stuff. I was I've a had- careful kid. I was a careful kid and I'm a careful adult. <laughs> I usually am, but at my sister's wedding, I was being silly to a song. I I swear to God, I wasn't even drunk. I wasn't drunk yet. Like I I had taken off my heels and I was in my maid of honor dress that was too long. And I was messing around and I slipped on the dress and went right down on my butt and my hand. Oh, no. And I stayed. I stayed. Yeah, I've never heard this My, story. my dad, oh my God, my dad was like, do you want to go to the hospital? And I was like, no, just get me ice and another drink. And I stayed the whole time. The whole night Damn. I stayed. Right. And I got up the next morning and I drove three hours home. You powered through. Because um, Jason had left early to go deal with the dogs. Oh, so I stayed and I drove three hours home and then he got mad at me. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Tara. I never... I never heard this story. That's terrible. Looking at that point, I just thought I'd like jammed it really bad. Oh my! Oh my God! God. Oh boy! Well, on that note, we are going to take yeah. a fast break on laughing with gingers, and we will be right back with special guests Tara and Matt from the Scary Movie Project because it's spooky Ooh. season. <laughs> And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. I, of course, am Sarah Alipin with my co-host, the one and only Christina Curry, K times two. And today we are joined by uh, not only producer Liz, who is also here, um, but we also have the co-hosts of the Scary Movie Project, Tara Garwood and Matt Lolich. It is Hi a again. full house. <laughs> it is a full <laughs> house today. This is our biggest podcast recording to date, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I, as you know, brought the true crime stories behind the plots of movies. Um, so are you ready for so the next ready. one? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to get this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a truly haunting movie. It follows a couple who is staying in a house kind of – Matt, do you already know it? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. saying it for the rest of us. <laughs> I told you Matt was going to smoke me at this. Oh, my God. He just locked up his lips and threw away the key. <laughs> For those of you not watching. Um, it follows a couple who's staying at a house in the middle of nowhere, and no one seems to be around except them, or at least that's what they believe. A young girl, hidden by the shadows of the front porch, comes knocking on the door and asking... Is Tamara home? After that, the couple begins to be surrounded by people wearing masks trying to break into the home. No reason is given as to why they planned this attack or why they focused on this couple, which almost makes it even more eerie. The break-in and brutality is is based on, well, I'll let you guess. Okay, I'm going to take a guess. Okay. Is this last house on the left? No. No, okay. So here's what's funny. I thought it was something first, and then I it wasn't, but now I know what it is again. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what is it? Because I don't know. The Strangers? Yep. Oh. I thought I we were going- that movie. I have I thought not we seen were it. going Amityville Horror to start, and then- uh, I skipped oh, right, but Amityville that's not based Horror. on- that's I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. So, yeah. That's, that's I, I skipped. There are several famous haunting ones that I okay. intentionally skipped in this. Okay. Specifically okay. because I do not like those two people and I refuse to promote them in any way that go right. into the hauntings. Okay. Are they shall not be uh, the, named people? The two I'm, that are in The Conjuring? Yeah. Yeah. And Amityville Horror, they did that one too. 
Okay, yeah. wow. They're in there too. So I, pr- I specifically skipped them. So now you know that the the uh, Conjuring is not one of my movies. Well, they shouldn't be anyways because they're not true crime. They're well, not based on bad criminals. True. true Unless you consider what they did to people to be true crime, but that's a whole other issue. That's another story. Yeah. Yeah, white, I probably would have leaned crime. that direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. white collar crime. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's based on the break in, or um, the break in and brutality in the strangers is based on, as I'm sure you know, the Ma- the Manson family killings of Sharon Tate and her um, mm. company. I, I I've I, I've read a thing or two about the Manson family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's only based on that killing, not the other ones that they right. did. Okay. The, the LaBianca family and the rest of them, and Shortiche and all that, and yeah. 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 Exactly. See, these are all like pre when I started watching. So they're all ones that I have to catch up on at some point. Mm-hmm. That one, I was a teacher and I was teaching video production during that time. Um, I could probably date it because I think my students won an Emmy that year. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, I, I had like three different groups of students win Emmys. Um, not humble brag there, I guess. Um, <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's good. Um, but I remember I, I still couldn't watch horror movies. And um, and when it came out, I had horrible nightmares. And then so I was like, fine, I'll just watch it. And my nightmares were so much worse than the movie. Wow. Uh, womp womp. And I let one of my students ruin it for me because I was having such bad nightmares about it. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> oh, my God. Mm. Yep. Yep. All right. Christina, you are up, my friend. All right. So number five of the history of the earliest horror movies in existence is The Bewitched Inn. Okay. It was another horror comedy, but it was the first time the director used his well-known troupe of inanimate objects coming, or trope, and of inanimate inanimate objects coming to life. So, the plot like was- Like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Or Chucky. <laughs> oh, or Chucky. Yeah. I mean- God, another movie I can't watch. Oh, Child's Play. It's terrible. I Go ahead, Christina. I can't do Sorry. <laughs> no, don't. No. I was just going down the hole of like, I haven't seen any of those scary things. Um, <laughs> Chucky's, th- those child's play movies are not scary, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, really. I feel like I saw the one where the girl doll happens. Bride mm-hmm. of Chucky? Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen the actual Chucky movie, but oh I randomly God. happened to see the Bride of Chucky. I was scared. That's not good. Okay. Fair. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot. Okay. okay to be scared. Nothing wrong with that. I would probably be scared of these 1896 movies. That's the point of the movie, to be scared. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh, I love it. God. We're going to stick Christina down with these like 1896 movies and see if she like jumps. Right. And- I'm going to start with those and work my way up to check that. That's the watch party right there. There we go. I'm Christina in. watches the movies, and we watch Christina. Yes, yes. We just make her stream her reactions on yep. Zoom or something, so we can all watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So okay. So the the bewitched in it. So a traveler arrives at a small hotel where he puts his luggage on the bed. His luggage disappears. Then he sets down his helmet. I don't know why he's wearing a helmet. <laughs> and it <laughs> maybe he's a construction worker i don't know <laughs> so he sets his helmet down and it jumps and moves around on its own before disappearing as well so then the traveler tries to light a candle but it jumps across the room and explodes as he undresses his coat coat flies through the wall his trousers fly through the ceiling and his boots walk away Finally, the traveler. Was he left naked? Yeah. (laughs) He's just gotten naked. He's probably in like Long John's underwear and crap. Uh, You're probably right. You're right. (laughs) So then finally, the traveler jumps into bed, which then disappears, but then reappears. 
The final straw that prompts him to leave the hotel was that bed disappearing and reappearing. He couldn't take it anymore after that. I'd be out the first one. Right? My luggage disappeared. Snoopus disappeared. Done. Bye. I will buy more. I will buy more. I will buy more. Burn down the inn. (laughs) All right. So we've all had like a man. All these have been like the leading man as a man. Okay. Leading person as a man. (laughs) So now we're switching to a woman lead person. So this okay. one's called the cave equality. Of, I know. I want. I know. Bringing in the equality. This is called the cave of demons from 1898. So it's about a woman who stumbles across a haunted cave where she encounters the ghosts of people who have died there. This was the first film in which the director George, oh, that same director Melise, used multiple exposure, a camera technique in which two or more exposures are mm-hmm. superimposed to create one image. Though the te- technique was used in photography as far back as 1890, this is this is the first recorded instance where it was actually used in a moving picture. The film is actually currently lost, so there's no records of its cast or crew. All that is known for sure is that it was released by Star Film Company in 1898. So I thought y'all would find it interesting because you probably know about multiple exposure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never heard of this sure movie that either. Spiritualists would do that. Like in the in the late 1800s, early 1900s, that they would do that double exposure to like convince people that their loved ones were with them and stuff. Oh, sure. yeah. 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 Creepy. I used to teach double exposure in film and yeah. in darkroom photography. Oh, my gosh. Now yeah. you just do it in editing, like in post instead You're of right. in camera. I know, which is so weird because I actually can't I – I just don't do it digitally. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm the opposite. I didn't learn film and get into film until everything was digital. So I never did like the Bolex and all that stuff where you're dealing with actual canisters of film. Never did it. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm out of history. All right. I (laughs) still have two left. These are the hardest ones. (laughs) Great. At least I think they are. Um, but I am not nearly the scary movie aficionado that you all are at the Scary Movie Project. So, are you ready? So ready. Yeah, that <laughs> sounded like a challenge that I'm not going to rise to. <laughs> you would bring that it will do it for me. All right, all right. This movie and its remake are both based on the real case of a teenage girl named Sylvia Likens being brutally murdered by her neighbors in Indiana in 1965. The film um, with Ellen Page, or there's another film about this uh, case, I'll tell you afterward, uh, stars Ellen Page, um, and it is also about the case. Juno? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I forgot that's who Ellen Page is. I'm yeah, horrible. But it's not after. Ellen anymore. Wait. It's it he it's uh Elliot. Elliot. Oh. This then this is outdated. I should have updated that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Elliot now. Mm-hmm. Did not even think about I, it he, because he was known as Ellen at that time. I did not know who Ellen Page was, so <laughs> I did not know Elliot Page mm-hmm. was. Um, I honestly, I, I could not pick either of them out of a lineup, or I could not pick anyone from Juno. I was going to say of a they look the same, yeah. kind of. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a guess on this one, though. I may there, be wrong, any, but I have a guess. Was there any more to it? To the question, there's more to it, it if you want. Oh, it. There's more. Go, go, go. I want to hear going. more if you can. Okay. Basically, Sylvia and her sister stayed with care- a caretaker named Gertrude. I'm oh, not going to take a guess at the last name, who encouraged her seven children and the kids from the neighborhood to violently and horribly abuse and assault Sylvia to death. Never mind, not what I thought it was. In this movie, the main character is named Megan. And lives with her aunt Ruth, and the story is utterly tragic and horrifying. 
Yeah, I feel like I've heard this true story, but I feel like I don't know the movies that it's based on. Is it original and a remake? Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't think I know this movie at all. Um, It's called The Girl Next Door. I don't think I know. No, never heard of it. I'm going to formally submit my request for the Scary Movie Project to cover that. Okay. Please do. Find it. Okay, now this would be for the original, not the remake. Is that right? I I think it could be for either one. Either one. Feel like Dealer's Choice, whatever's streaming. (laughs) Whatever you can get your hands on first. Whatever we can find. Right. Um, Okay, this one I actually made reference to three times while Christina was in town, and one time when Tara and I just got together. Oh, no. Okay. So super weird that I made so many references to this situation um, that this movie is based on. She's giving us a leg up, Tara. We're still probably not going to reach it. Uh, probably not. Oh, I have- remember her. T- I remember talking about um, I remember talking about Silence the of the Lambs, but that was already an answer. Right. Yes. we and that So one- it's not that. Yeah, and I didn't even mention that Silence of the Lambs is based on multiple serial killers, one of which was Mm -hmm. a guy that dug pits in his basement and held women in there and would flood them to torture. It's terrible. Yeah, so that's where the hose and the pit comes from. Mm -hmm. There's some bad bad eggs out there. There's a few of them, yeah. Yeah. There's a few of them. Couple. um, Okay, this movie is a documentary-like horror film. Where a crew infiltrates a community cult to record and see what happens in their day-to-day life. Things start out normal, but drastically shift as the film goes on. The movie is based heavily on the events that transpired in the Jonestown Massacre. The massacre (sighs) took place in 1978 and over 900 people drank spiked grape-flavored Flavor Aid, not Gatorade. Thank you for pointing that. It was not Kool Aid. Yes, yes, it was not Kool Aid. You're right, and I know yes. the answer to this. So I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna shut up. This is me. where I think this I is know. where I have a hard time with my memory because I've seen this movie. I, will I just give can't you remember what the name of it is. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I have a name in my head, but I don't know if it's the name of the movie because I've never seen the movie. I am like a hundred percent certain I know the answer to this. And if I give you a clue though, Tara, because if I'm right, okay. this clue might help you. Um, it was. Not necessarily directed, but produced or directed by one of our favorite, well, one of my favorite directors, Ty West. Yeah, no, I know it. I just can't remember right? the name. Okay, okay, let me see if I, I can it. get you I there. I literally can't remember the name of the movie. It's very good, it, it, and, and it's recent. I haven't seen it, and I actually now I need to no, watch yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's 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 pretty weird. Um, I like his other movies better, honestly, but it's it's a pretty good one. Um, cause he's a good director, yes, but I just can't like the name is it's, it's something one word. Is it's it, like, does it start with a J that is the, it's Jones. You're thinking Jonestown, aren't you? Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. So that's, it's, that's what it's based on. But the right. title oh, is actually the surprising. Movie. Yes. Name. So the can I, movie can I, can I say it? Can I say hold it? Hold on. Or let me see if it? I can get Tara there because yeah, okay. yeah, I think I can get her. Okay. okay. Oh. I don't know. We had a conversation about how most cults are Christianity-based. Right. And this is a very critical part of Christian going. religion. Where you're going. It is – Tara it is, looks like she's seen a ghost. <laughs> it is the the part that is the, the Communion. most – Communion. You're so close. Catechism. That's the alien stuff. Communion, remember? <laughs> That's Communion. Movie. Catechism. Uh, Praise uh, your monk. What is what is <laughs> good one, Christina? Uh, what is communion? Ritual. What is communion? Oh, Eating man. the bread and wine, the body which of is, Christ. Which is oh, the ceremony. Body. blood of Christ. Ceremony. Ritual. I said ritual. Is you're it not so ritual? close. It's like, yeah. oh my God. It's not ritual. It's not ceremony. What is the body See, of blood of Christ? I kept thinking it's something like ritual, but I couldn't remember what it was. What you're is gonna the blood spit, and body of Christ? You're going to spit it out in a minute. You're, you're going to Oh, no. Now we're going into all the ecumenical stuff. And I'm like, girl, I haven't been a Catholic for many, many years. <laughs> 
Um, it is um, marriage is one of these things. Uh, your first Holy Communion is one of these things. A ceremony. Wait. Oh, the um, it's they're the um sacraments. Sacrament. Yeah. Oh my lord! You got and I've Sacrament. seen this. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen this movie twice, and I couldn't yeah. remember the name of it. This is why I always say, I'm like, I have to take notes on everything. And Matt just remembers things from like I, 10 years ago. I know, Longer than I that. Know. I know. Matt, you, I knew you had it. Like I. Good movie. I like it. Well, Matt clearly won because he was just like, yep. And knew everything. Yep. I know everything. I only had four of those seven. I didn't know the one you just talked about. Um, uh, yeah, I, I got half of them, but that's, you know, whatever. I think yeah, you got, you more, got than more than half. anybody else. You got more yeah. than the sacrament. And the- there you go. Okay. Okay. Woo! Bad. <laughs> Although we held Matt back and we do need to acknowledge that. Yeah. Did you, did you count the ones where he said? Did you count the ones where he said he knew what it was and was going to let us guess? No, if I didn't. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Ooh. I like that idea. Ooh. I like that idea. We'll just pick like on YouTube like seven minutes of something. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. <laughs> oh, I think we should do it. In, in film. Which movie would you Ooh. choose? To make her watch? Yeah, like what scene? Oh we should make, you know what? Oh, Honestly, yes. you could oh, go God. with any, and I'm going to be afraid. There's so <laughs> ma- there's so many options. Like, oh, I can't answer that. God, I know, I know. The, you know what? You know what? There's some disturbing stuff in the movie Seven. I haven't seen that. Yeah, there's some really disturbing stuff in movie. that. I saw Great that movie. through like eyes closed, like peeping through like my fingers. <laughs> I would be nice and give her like, like a Nightmare on Elm Street funny kill or something. Probably it's still gonna scare me. But they're so quick and, sh- you know, you could watch the scene where um, Tina gets killed in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. That's a pretty gory and great scene. Which one is Tina? Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the first deaths in the movie. Basically, that's the where she. That's the one where she, it's Tina who flies around the room and then the uh-huh, blood, uh-huh. the bed goes. I was Go just gonna say, is she the bed? But then I was like, I thought that That's was it. the end. No, 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 wait. The bed There's is a the few boyfriend. Bed death. There's a few bed deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are she, still sleeping. She gets like flipped around the wall, Tossed up the, the wall, room, and like apart. on the ceiling. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. It's pretty it's it's pretty nice. The, bl- the bed one you're thinking of is is um Johnny the boyfriend. Depp? When when it sucks mm-hmm. him in and pfft, yeah. everywhere. Sucks and me, then the blood goes because they shot it upside down. Mm-hmm. I started your Nightmare on Elm Street episode <laughs> earlier today, and I, I was did just going to say, did you hear us say that? No, yeah. but I oh, didn't no. know you, that. They shot okay, the one good. upside down. Yeah. So yes, those yeah. will all be out, I think, when this airs. You're good. on number three just dropped, right? It just mm-hmm. It sure did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I might have to listen to y'all's episode before I watch the movie. <laughs> Just to like mentally prepare myself. Just like be ready. (laughs) It might help, honestly, if you like hear it and hear us talk about like how they did things and like and like who almost played this character. And you can think about those things while you're watching it. Makes it less scary, sure. Yeah, I think it'll break down the like fear factor of it. I think we just need to get you in a horror movie, like like to act in a horror movie. Or be on set for a horror movie, and then you'll see all the behind. Because that's what did it for me. I was I was the main bad guy in a in an indie film, and I women's studies. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, 
Shameless promotion. Shameless plug. And I was, um, I was like still scared to watch horror movies. But once I did that and I did all the like blood effects and the like slicing someone's ankle and seeing how they did the thing and all that stuff. Yeah. Which is pretty horrible. Um, but like slicing someone's throat and, and them doing the pump up behind him to have it go look, look, look yeah. out from his neck. Like, help. yeah, like That's- once I saw that stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, like this can actually it's be not real. <laughs> fun. And like, mm-hmm. I can separate from it now and watch it with like that more of a, more of a detached eye where yeah. I'm not like, oh, this is horrible. It's going to happen right. to me someday. <laughs> what if it happens to me? What would I do? Yeah. <laughs> it helped a lot. <laughs> I did not have that same experience when I shot stills on horror movies. I I actually helped make intestines and blood and then I right. could, I tried to watch it and I like was just like could not watch that movie. But you did the like work on it. I know it did not <laughs> didn't help. Oh. So I, for like the the third time I think now I'm watching the four and a half hour making of rob zombies halloween which is like mm. fantastic because it covers every single day on the set that they made this movie and Whoa. It's so, they have a fire extinguisher full of fake blood that he just walks around with and like squirts it on people that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yep. Love it. oh my god oh my god that is insane. Um, is house of a thousand corpses the one where they cut the achilles tendon on somebody that's pet cemetery is That's the famous him? scene you're thinking of in Pet Sem- most. Well, I can't speak for every movie, but there is that scene in Pet Cemetery, mm. and it, even if you like these movies, you're like, "Whoa!" Dude. I saw it the other day, and I had to turn it off and stand up. Ankles, like, knees, and elbows. That, like that get scene me. is also like, there's also a scene like that in um, Hostel, the first Hostel. Oh, I didn't watch that. For oh sure. man, he gets some good. It's an ankle scene. That's all I'll say about. Oh, it. But yeah, the famous God. one. Is, is is Gage once Gage comes back from the dead and he's after um, Judd and he gets him with the uh, the Achilles? That one will get you. Oh no, man, will get you ankles, knees, and elbows. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Okay, how many scary movies you watch? You watch that stuff and you're like, <laughs> if I see someone walking like and it looks like their knee is hurt, I'm already like my stomach is turning. I'm like, oh god, I can oh, feel it in there. my knee. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> And if you like factoids like that, <laughs> you should listen to The Scary Movie Project, which mm-hmm. is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, Tara and Matt, where can people find you online? Sure. They can find us at thescarymovieproject.com and on Facebook and Instagram at The Scary Movie Project. And you guys can also email us at thescarymovieproject at gmail.com and uh, request movies for us to review or yeah. tell us about movies that we've already reviewed, things that you know about them or or experiences you've had with horror movies, whatever. Yeah. Send it our way. If you guys want to talk about Ed Gein or Jack the Ripper. Send I'm that to more, Matt. I'm more than happy <laughs> to talk to you about all of that. I, I'd if be you want to talk about ghosties. And supernatural things, I am on board for that. If you want to talk about Ed Gein and like Albert Fish and all those creepy yes. people, go to Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Matt and I really are the same dynamic on Charlie, the podcast. Charlie Manson. Yeah. We can talk Charlie Manson all day if you want. I mean, you know, it's yeah. all good. Oh, my goodness. Well, this has been so much fun. I love yeah. having you all on the podcast. It's so fun. Um, it's Even though so I, great. I, set, I set up a game that Christina just couldn't. <laughs> I had no chance. It's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I feel like I did better than I expected to do, even though I was like really scared. You did good, <laughs> Nervous Sarah. about it. Yeah, you did really yeah, you good. Did. I'm going to look good. like an idiot. Here we go. Oh, and you can also email them recommendations for what seven minutes of horror movie Ooh, Christina yeah. should watch. Right. That's look at the scary movie project at gmail.com. We will put it on film. Yes. Oh God. I can't oh, wait for that. That was so much fun. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. We are so happy to have you listening to our silly podcast, especially during spooky season. That was good.
Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers. We post all kinds of fun redhead facts and quotes and silly things and when our next episode is going to drop. And you can send us funny stories and or ideas or just share general fun on our Instagram too. And get access to premium content, including ad-free episodes, swag, special events, access to us, blah, 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 and more just starting at $3. Check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers. And Tara is actually one of our patrons. I am. Yeah. I love the show. <laughs> and I'm proud to support it. And a fellow ginger. And a fellow, and a fellow ginger. ginger. Gotta support my ginger, girls. <laughs> and we have new merch that's going to be dropping just in time for the holiday season. So Ooh. stay tuned and you can find that on laughingwithgingers.com. And you can find out about our laughy hours too. And I think we have one coming up. Next in week? the next this week. week, next week, something. I don't know. We're bad at dates. We learned that recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to Laughing with Gingers next week for some more good times. Bye. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.